If you're going to make a successful career in the music industry, you got to train like an endurance athlete. This is the Music Fit Podcast. Let's do this thing. All right, folks, welcome back. This is the Music Fit Podcast. I am your host, Mike Schwartz. We got a doozy in store here today, and just off the top, you know, talking about athletes, endurance, sports. I mean, the music industry, to make a solid career out of it, you got to treat yourself like an athlete. You got to get up every day, ready to work, right? Put that work in. And instead of maybe, you know, thinking like a, a triathlete, uh, such as our guest here today, we'll get to that in a minute would train for swimming, cycling, and running, maybe your sport of choice is more along the lines of creativity, resiliency, and performance. Now, you gotta train, all right? A lot of it's not even the physical stuff that gets you beat down, it's the mental game. And we're gonna get into that today. I'm, I'm sitting down with a good friend of mine, Andre Caden Black, producer, triathlete, an overall badass, just based out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada here, and we get into it, man. It's uh, it's a cool, it's a cool conversation. We start talking about how his endurance training for triathlon really plays a, a fundamental role in his well-being, and how he uses that as resiliency in the studio setting, and how he teaches that to uh, young artists that he works with. So, super super cool conversation, and we're gonna get into it right away. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Bulls on parade. I'm sitting down with the one, the only Andre Caden Black. Andre, how are you doing, my dude? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you doing? I am very well. And uh, let's start with uh, the obvious Bulls on Parade, Rage Against. There's got to be a story behind that one. That's one of my favorite jams, man. I, I yeah, can't get enough of that song. It's amazing. I just love the band, and you know, uh, you know, when you ask for a walk-up song, I feel like that one was was probably the most, probably one of my favorites. So, you know, that tells me a little bit about you, and probably tells our audience a little bit about you too, uh, with regards to to your personality. You wanted to like let's give some background to the audience here on how we first got connected my man um was back in uh 2017 i want to say yes 17 2017 you called me on my on my 30th birthday that's when we first spoke okay okay i I remember this and wow yeah let's let's get into it like we we i guess we we worked together on a, on a panel what do you remember from these days from that panel i remember it was a canadian music week panel it was one of the bigger ones and um it was um who else was on Teresa was yeah. on it yeah a vocal amazing vocal coach um who else was on it who um, else did we have yeah that was a long time ago i haven't even thought about that panel in a long time I know, but uh, it was uh, it was super fun, you know. And it was uh, I love Canadian Music Week, you know. I look forward to it every single year, you know. It's like I always it always feels like it's um, high school reunion with all all my friends in the industry. We get to see them like one week out of the year all together, and there's so many great shows going on, and it's uh, it's one of my favorite times of the year. That's for sure. 
That's true, right? And now it's a little different with the uh, with the formats and things as as conferences have had to be with um, with pandemic kind of crisis going on. What are your thoughts on that? Like, what are we what are we missing um, from these events and and the festivals? Because they were they were influential in in the development of I I would assume your career, my career. You know, like getting out there and and meeting and greeting and like you said, high school reunion. Do you want to speak to that? Like, how's it going to be? Yeah, different? they are extremely integral in in the success of my career. Um, I think networking in our industry is probably one of the most important things you can do. And I think during COVID, um, it's, we've been limited to we've been limited to virtual conferences, and I think that has turned a lot of people off. Um, and I think. Uh, which limits the numbers. So, you know, which limits networking opportunities, which limits moving forward. So I think, you know, um, it definitely affects how things are going right now um, from, but at the same time, entertainment is at a standstill right now. So, you know, what, what are we going to do with, with what we have, you know? Yeah, so yeah. it's, it's a complicated situation and, uh, you know, I hope that uh, I hope we see the end soon. For the people listening here today, like what what exactly are you doing these days to to, you know, kind of stay in the uh, the industry? Yeah, well, I still have work, um, you know, uh, right now. Um, I think of the middle of about three projects just wrapped up a couple last year, but everything's virtual. Um, so we've been doing all our writing sessions um, virtually. I just, I'm not as busy as I usually am. So for me um, to keep saying that my creative juices need to be like flowing all the time. So, so it's been challenging to, you know, to kind of figure out a way to, um, to deal with that. But at the same time, um, keeping a positive mindset is like really important to me. So um yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay. You know, I'm, I'm dealing with it. Okay. I, I have a lot of friends who are struggling um, during this time. They find this second lockdown compared to the last one a little harder, but um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, we just have to deal with it. I think we've got like what we're at five weeks till the first day of spring. I think we're at right now. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's coming. You said something very interesting in there too. It sounds like you're 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 there for a lot of your your crew, right? And um, one of the things that's been interesting in conversations recently with uh, with me and both my coaching, but also just talking to my friends, is that need for turning the corner in the seasons thing. You know, not to get too esoteric on it, but you said something interesting. You know, we got winter coming around. How much of that lockdown and that winter feeling really does play a role in? You know, you said you know you said something really special like keeping hope and and staying positive what are you doing to to stay positive what kind of things do you do to get that around the corner into the spring um for me uh i love physical fitness um i'm a triathlete at heart so you know i'm constantly running uh that's why i was really happy with the mild winter i was i'm still able to go on runs weekly uh, outdoors typically around this time we have like you know centimeters of snow on the ground so it's very hard to run in that terrain especially with the ice mm -hmm. and I don't want to injure myself because then I can't bike uh, I 
have an indoor trainer at home, which I hooked up to my bicycle and I just cycle every day and try to do brick runs if I'm up to it. And, and fitness is pretty much getting me through um, COVID for me. That's incredible. And yeah, meditation, yeah. a lot of meditation as well. Every time. Oh, let's yeah. talk about that, man. Let's, that's a good jumping point. I've, I've had that conversation quite a bit. What, um, d- d- for people that are listening and being like, ah, it's not for me. What do you say to people that, uh, to get into it? How did you get into meditation? Yeah, well, I've been practicing meditation for a pretty long time. And I would suggest that for people who are just wondering how to get into it or even just try it, um, one of the best ways of doing that is downloading um, one of the meditation apps. Uh, I use Insight Timer, mm-hmm. which I find great. It logs every time I um, every time I meditate. It logs when I do it and consecutive. It gives you like stars if you do it in certain days, uh, consecutive days. So um, I would start with downloading an app and and experiencing guided meditations. I think those are really easy because you're not just sitting in silence you're actually sitting in some listening to someone guiding you through what needs to be done during that time so they will say you know breathe you know inhale exhale and you might be feeling this but just you know they'll guide you through the whole meditation i think for beginners that's a great first step yeah that's that's critical i completely agree another one that i've used in the past too is calm um, I know Mind Valley's got some really great stuff. They got a, st- a six-step uh, Mind Valley. It's hands down that has been. Maybe you can agree. Interested to see your perspective on that. That's that's been transformative in all of my well-being. Like introducing a consistent meditation practice. Yeah, abs- right? absolutely. And right. and you know, um, if we're talking about wellness, you know, um, I'm a firm believer in psychedelics, and I'm a firm believer in. Um, in raising awareness that way. So I have had, you know, I've had depression, I've had, you know, over conditioning, and I feel either whether it's microdosing or tripping on um, a psychedelic like mushrooms, uh, when it comes to wellness, it's really helped me um, get through certain times of my life and have had positive, uh, positive outcomes. So I'm so happy you say that too. There's so much pseudoscience out there where people are just sitting there going like, oh, it's all pseudo. No, like guys, this is this yeah. is very, very much a natural process of the human condition. If we study back how long this has been going on um, and effectively and with positive health benefits, they're, they're using this shit now in, in major, major health studies to, to battle major diseases. Like we're talking... I would not be surprised if psychedelics saved us for, from COVID, right? Yeah. <laughs> right there. yeah. Like that's, that's what we need, right? Yeah. That's hilarious, right? Well, let's come back to the, to the fitness thing. What got you into the triathlete of, uh, of all things? Like that's, that doesn't sound, being an athlete myself, that doesn't sound like somebody who just wants to pick it up. Oh, hey, let's go just compete for hours on end. That sounds like a fun time. Talk to me. Yeah, four-hour training sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, How did you get into that, Jay? Um, well, I've always been a runner, as you know. Um, but you know, I think it came down to you know, I started, I guess, about a year ago, taking it seriously, um, and it really just ramped up. In the simple fact that I didn't have many goals to reach during the year because no one was really working as much as they previously were 
<laughs> and I needed to reach some goals. And I love, and we had such a beautiful summer here in Toronto. It was sunny every day. So I, you know, the gyms were closed. So it forced me to start seeking places outside to work out. So there was a track nearby my um, district that I live in. So I would run up to uh, the sports facility. There would be, there's a nice soccer field and a track that I would run around. And I started, I just started doing more outdoor exercises, which then led to, you know, me wanting to buy a bike and getting into cycling. And I'm already a runner. So I was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to try, I'm going to try, you know, this triathlon, you know, in the new year when they come and I'm going to see what I can do. So it started as just kind of dipping my foot in the water. And then I got obsessed with the culture and the races and the people that, you know, I've been inspired by some of the athletes, um, you know, that are racing and, and it's, uh, yeah, it's changed my life, you know? So I, uh, used to go to the gym and lift heavy and get as much muscle as I possibly can on my body. And then all last year doing the crazy endurance training, I dropped weight and I'm pretty lean and very small comparably yeah 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 no well that's so cool like it, it goes to speak like movement can exist in so many different ways and it's cool that you found your jam man that's a that's a big thing that i think a lot of people kind of get in their own way because they think it has to be done one way times have changed what do you say to that artist that's stuck in their ways well, you know, you, you see two different artists out there right now. You see the ones that are waiting for this to pass, which is not smart. And then you see other artists who are not letting anything get in the way, whether it be a pandemic or, you know, they're going to keep moving forward. And I think um, we're going to see, uh, we're going to notice the ones that were working through the pandemic and the ones that weren't. So I think once things get back to normal, um, you know, all this hard work and sacrifices, going, doing virtual sessions, um, going to workshops, learning as much as you can, writing as much as you can, maybe even recording a record. I think, you know, once, once things are back to normal or close to, uh, we'll, we'll know the artists that put in the work the past year and a half. So, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. the ones that are getting super innovative too. Like what kind of things are you seeing out in Toronto? There's really not much going on right now, um, but I am seeing a lot of virtual events. I'm seeing online. I'm seeing a lot of panels. I'm seeing um, there's a new app that people have been downloading. Um, I got an invitation to Clubhouse. That's yeah, yeah, called. yeah. Clubhouse. Yeah, I'm on that, dude. We got we got to get on that. That's I know. I I've, it's uh, good. It's good. It's yeah. real good. I haven't tried it just because I've got so many. There's just so much on the go with me virtually that it's just like, do I want another app? Like, you know, so, yeah, but I'll yeah. probably end up downloading it at some point. But yes, yeah, so I have a lot of buzz around Clubhouse lately. So. It's, it's, it's bizarre because like the industry has shifted so many times, right? What, what would you say is the biggest frustration with all of that change right now? Frustration. Probably just, um, the workflow isn't as heavy as it usually is because people don't want to 
you know, they're, they're busy quarantine. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's frustrating to me is pretty much for me, it's just the lack of, um, the lack of records or work that I'm in the middle of right now, comparatively. Yeah. Um, but, um, that doesn't frustrate me. Um, I'm accepting any, everything the universe is kind of handing to, to us. So, um, you know, just making the best that I can out of my day, you know, and, you know, financially, if I'm not getting a ton of work because of the pandemic, I'll shift my focus to the stock market or I'll shift my focus somewhere else where I can, you know, make up for that loss. Um, but really at the end of the day, it's just about acclimating. And I think I'm, I've acclimated pretty well throughout the year. It sounds like to me, you've, you've put a big focus on, on your own uh, physical and spiritual well-being. And that makes a real big difference. You want to speak to like, how, how does like the well-being side of things, like when you go out for a run, when you go out for the bike ride, how do you come back? How do you feel? Like what, what does that do to the rest of your day? How does that transpire into the relationships that you've got going on? Well, I think, I think it definitely helps my mental state. Um, You know, for me, endurance sports, I find meditation in that. So if I'm going for, you know, a 21 kilometer run, that typically takes me around, you know, just under two hours, you know, um, I'm kind of in a circular rate of breathing and I'm just kind of in my own world, you know, and, and focusing on, I'm not focusing on anything, to be honest with you. I'm just kind of like running and, and, uh, it's a great way to get away from, you know, the stressful situations that you might be dealing with, you know, whether it be lockdowns or whatever. So for me, um, it's been a great mental, uh, like just a a mental break. So, and the same with the bike, you know, we'll go for two, three hour rides. And it's just like, you're so you're surrounded by beautiful nature that uh, fresh air that it, you're not even thinking about problems out there at that point. So <laughs> no kidding, man. Sounds yeah. awesome. We got to get you out. I would love to have you out here to the, uh, to some of the mountain rides we got out here. Oh, not, I know it's not, not, not the jam for the, the triathlete with those climbs, but we got one here. I'll take it. I'll still Hi- climb it. Dude, dude, I would love to have you out to the Highwood Pass here. Holy yeah. balls. I thought I saw my spirit animal first time I did that. <laughs> I, but there's got to be some great flat roads there too. Oh like, yeah. Just for anybody, I know you love your gear, right? So <laughs> what kind of bike you ride? And let's talk about that. Let's, uh, let's see what you, what kind of platforms do you like to use? Yeah, I, um, I'm riding a Cervelo, uh, tri bike, a P3. Um, I love it. Um, I'm using, uh, Zwift for indoor training and I like it. I really like it a lot. Um, I've only been on it for a couple of weeks, but, uh, I, I've been using it two hours a day and it's been uh it's been great i really enjoy it it's a lot harder than um a lot harder than working like than cycling outside but it is uh, yeah i enjoy it i enjoy it so so uh, what other gear do i have i mean you got the trainer right like what what kind of trainer are you on i've got um it's very similar to the kicker core it's from jet black they're an australian company company i believe Cool. Yep. Um, yeah. So I picked one of those up because it's just impossible finding one. So I actually put an order in on October and I just picked it up two weeks ago. So, um, yeah, so yeah, no, it's been great. Um, for running, I'm, I'm a Nike guy. So all my running gear is Nike. Um, 
for for swimming. Um, I love Roca. I'm a big Roca fan. Okay, so yeah. my wetsuit's Roca, um, and my triathlon suit is Roca. Um, yeah, and then uh, I'm actually shopping for a new wheel set as we speak. So I'd like to get uh, new tires and yes. rims for my bike. Killing. It's a big investment. So, but this whole, this whole being a triathlete is, is extremely expensive, extremely expensive. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Got to have that right gear to put you into the right mindset, but man, yeah, it sets you back. <laughs> it yeah, it really does. Holy. You know, so three hobbies in one. It's just, and then races like Ironman are like close to a thousand dollars just to race, you know? So it's just Jeez. like, I want to do three or four races or as many races as I possibly can this season. So it, that adds up too to a couple of thousand dollars it could, you know? Yeah, so I'm, I'm cool because I, I love experimenting. It sounds like you're you're on the same boat. I love experimenting with a few of the different things to see how many like my metrics kind of line up. And if you're not tracking it, I feel it's really difficult to manage it. <laughs> yeah, well, I was on the Nike Run Club app, um, you know, at the beginning of the year and then switched over to strava and garmin and mm-hmm. i think those nike numbers were off um i think they were my pace was wrong um because when i switched over i was much faster <laughs> yeah yeah, and yeah i was like wow okay so you know whereas with nike i was running a five minute you know um per kilometer pace and then when i picked up strava and my Garmin, I was like, wow, okay, so I'm actually running closer to four, so. Cool, man. That's yeah, a big difference so when we're talking a, about. It was a massive difference. I was yeah. like, wow, is this even right? And then I figured, yeah, so, it, you know, like going back, trying trying different um, ways of getting those metrics are important just to, just to see which ones are more accurate than the others. In, in the studio, when you're working with an artist, if we don't have an end goal, how, how do we get to where we want to go? Right? Like what's, what's your, yeah. What's your take on, on all of that when you, when you can kind of relate back to goals and setting outcomes in, in terms of like studio work, how does it relate? You know, at the end of the day, I think it just relates to um, a mental thing. So, you know, I find a lot of, um, endurance sports are less physical and more mental mm-hmm. um you know running you know running a marathon isn't you know you can be in the best shape of your life but if you're not mentally ready to run for three and a half hours it's, it's uh you know yeah. it, so the same with the studio i mean like when sometimes when you're working in a studio you could be working up to 13 hours and you know just and that in itself is a marathon. So, you know, I try to, that's how I would kind of describe how I would bring that into the music and music side of things would be, um, you know, just staying focused on being present mm-hmm. and uh, realizing that this could be a long haul. So, um, and just being prepared for it mentally. What does the conversation sound like when you find an artist that's like not prepared to do that? What, what have you done in the past, man? You know, I've had, you know, very, you know, younger um, female artists kind of get really exhausted and, and um, cause they're not used to all the work we were putting in, you know? So um, 
you have to deal with them differently than someone maybe in a band that maybe is ego might be the problem you know it, it really depends case for case you know so yeah. i try to deal with it as compassionate as possible or you know um try to take them aside and just say hey look like you've got this and just try to be as positive as possible um you know and that's a lot different than what it used to be back in the day i know it used to be a little a lot more tough love when i was growing up whereas now i feel you know it's it's uh you have to kind of change because things are a little different uh, dynamics yeah. are different yeah. yeah, definitely. Socially. It's cool. You said that too. Cause that's kind of where I wanted to uh, kind of close things down. Maybe with that is like, Hey dude, you've been, you've been doing this and you've been doing this in many different ways at a very high professional level. What would you say to yourself when you first got into this gig? I know it was only three years ago, you know, it's, it's barely, <laughs> you're barely into the scene, but no dude, you've been like, say how, how many, how many years you've been doing this actually? 20 years 20 yeah so 20 yeah. years ago what the hell would you tell yourself if you had that conversation with uh 20 years ago what does it sound like what what advice would you give well first i would say go all in with apple stock first of all. <laughs> that's number one uh number two yolo okay. number yeah. two okay. yeah. number two would be uh to be trust the process don't be so anxious of being number one so quickly um, and just enjoy the journey because a lot of young artists I feel are missing the beauty of being an artist and experiencing the joy when they're too concerned about having a hit song or like being fucking famous or like just doing or being something that just doesn't matter at the end of it, you know? Mm. Um, I think if I could go back and talk to myself, I would, I wouldn't listen as a kid, but it would be nice to hear it from someone. <laughs> um, but, you know, you have to learn the hard way. And, um, you know, if, if, you know, if I did follow that advice as a young artist, you know, I might've had an easier road or an easier path, but, at the same time, that doesn't make you who you are today. So I don't know, it's, it's tough, but that's what I would say is trust the process and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy it because, you know, you're going to blink and, you know, you're not, we're not going to, we're not, life is short, you know, so enjoy it, you know, and what will be, will be, Absolutely. you know, and accept, accept it. Cool. You know? So love that. love that, man. Yeah. Producer, philosopher. <laughs> triathlete dude what aren't awesome. you right my man well thank you so much for your time here today i'll uh i'll kind of close things down with um wh what's the best way people can uh reach out and and find out about uh the the services that you offer and what you're doing in the industry these days yeah um they can connect with me on social media um i'm on ig under andre caden black uh, you can also check out my website, which is AndreCadenBlack.com, um, or just Google my name. There's a tons, tons of things that come up. Um, and if you're an artist uh, looking to record some music or uh, write some songs or get some development, um, you know that's what we that's what my team specializes in. So um, feel free to reach out. I'd love to hear from you. All right, dude. Well, thank you so much. You have yourself a wonderful rest of the day, and uh, we will we will catch catch you on the the ride. I'm sure. 
Great. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Andre Caden Black. Guys, feel free. Give him a little follow. Show some love. Find him on Instagram, Andre Caden Black. All one word. Get some development. Quiz him on his uh, on his fitness. Make sure that he kicked my ass so hard on on Zwift. But now that we're back, we're getting back into springtime here in Canada. We can get back out on the road ride. So amazing insight, though, and it really does go to show how important physical and mental well-being is. It translates, people. Okay, the way you do one thing is the way you do many things. So. Big thanks again to Andre. Thank you for spending some time and sharing your gift with the world. And if you are a musician and you're looking to help share your gift, please feel free to reach out. Uh, give us a follow on Facebook too. We got a nice little little private group called The Herd, which is should be changed to The Blessing because like we're a bunch of effing unicorns, untamed unicorns, all right? I am the unicorn untamer of healthy musicians and, and we get together every Thursday at 12.07, exactly 12.07 Mountain Standard for a little movement class. And you can, you can find that and a whole bunch of cool resources and a whole bunch of other shit in that Facebook group. Head to facebook.com slash groups slash the music fit heard and you can uh, request to be added up and you can say hey to all the other rad musicians. It's a huge networking opportunity too, folks. It's not just getting healthy. It's just like you're going to meet agents. You're going to meet lawyers. You're going to meet uh, psychologists. You're going to meet uh, everybody that specializes in the music industry in many different roles. Plus, we're all musicians, so that's pretty cool too. So head on over there. You can find everything else at musicfitcollective.com. You can also send an email to wearemusicfit at gmail.com. You know where to find us. Say hey on the Instagram, and until next time, everybody, y'all stay sweet. Peace.